What's up, everyone? Welcome back to MC Me and You, episode five. Sorry, I've been a bit in my A the last few weeks. It's um been a bit of a chaotic household here, <laughs> chaotic and unfortunately COVID-filled for the last week and a half. Um, I did catch the vid last week. Very unfortunate. Had a bit of a scratchy throat, so decided not to record and talk out loud for a good 30 minutes straight. This week, my brother found out he had COVID on Monday when I usually record and release, and it was a bit chaotic. Included a quick ER trip, which is okay because they just told us that, you know, our thermometer was broken and he doesn't actually have a fever of 108, and he can recover at home just fine, which he has been just fine these last few days. But it was a chaotic morning and time slipped away for me, so I didn't record. But I'm recording now. Hello, everyone. Besides the vid, it's been a pretty decent holiday season. I'm still very upset about the fact that I've only seen No Way Home once because of COVID. I had, did have plans to hang out with some friends on Monday, actually, and I probably would have somehow coerced them to seeing that movie again. But it's alright. I'll just have to catch another live stream on TikTok or go in a few weeks. But I will be seeing that movie again and hopefully at least a third time in theaters because... Wow, what a film. Anyways, we're going to go into a segment idea that I wanted to do last week. It's a bit late to do it, but it's still somewhat seasonal, and so I'm going to do it now because it's just going to get even more off topic the later we get into the year. Which MCU characters would be good to take home for the holidays? Very fun discussion to have. I'm just going to go through the original six Avengers and then my personal face, you know, yeah, I gotta, I gotta mention Bucky and Loki, right? And then some of the No Way Home characters, as it is the spirit of No Way Home. To start off, uh, we're gonna go with Tony. He started off the MCU, so we're gonna start off with him. Only fair. Mr. Tony Stark, as fun as it would be to rub into the family that you're dating a billionaire, or that you just know a billionaire, you don't necessarily have to be dating to go home with someone for the holidays even though it makes more sense that way but anyways it would be great to rub in their faces that you know Tony Stark right but in the grand scheme of things I don't know that you really want to take him home <laughs> especially if it's 2008 Tony that Tony's a fat no for me Infinity War Endgame Tony you could probably take home but early Tony before the character development I'm gonna say no I'm gonna say no. He would just be too much, I think. His sarcasm would be a bit too much. He was a bit of an alcoholic the first two Iron Man films, and you don't need that around the house. And that man just, he had no filter. He had no filter, so I'm gonna say no. Moving on to Steve Rogers, that is an absolute yes, though. That is an absolute yes. He would be nothing but courteous. He's like the poster child for everything great, so naturally captain america is going to be safe to bring home for the holidays he's captain freaking america thor i'm gonna say probably would be safe but also really just depends on how much food your family makes for the holidays right because this guy is gonna eat everything and if you don't have enough food to go around that's gonna uh <laughs> it's gonna cause some tension 
amongst your family because i'll tell you what if someone brought home thor odinson the god of thunder which cool flux right whatever if someone brought him home and he ate the the bulk of our food right and we had like no leftovers and i was so hungry by the end of the christmas dinner i'd be upset i don't care who you are (laughs) god of thunder or not chill out save some for the rest of us but he would be really pretty to look at so you know you win some you lose some really bruce i feel like this really depends on your family bruce with my family probably okay but if your family has a tendency to argue over the holidays which families do it's part of life and it's just a very stressful environment overall don't take that man home (laughs) because you know what happens when that man gets real angry or uncomfortable and I assume you would still want your house intact by the end of the holiday season. And if your family's a bit on the argumentative side, probably would be best to leave Bruce alone for the holidays. No one needs to see the Hulk out for Christmas. Goodness. (laughs) Clint, Clint Barton, he really warmed up to me after Hawkeye, I'm not gonna lie. Like, before he was just meh. But I really warmed up to Clint. I'm gonna say yes. He's a good family man. He might get a little bored, a little annoyed, but nothing too extreme. I'm gonna say yes overall. Although he would probably take you home instead of you, instead of him coming home with you, because he's just a big family man and he doesn't get to see his family often. But you know, he has a great family, so it would be a fun time still, regardless. Natasha, I'm gonna say, is also safe. She's very charismatic and she knows how to reserve herself when she needs to when it comes to the whole, you know, secret agent stuff, whatever. (laughs) And she's really pretty. She's so beautiful. Yeah, if you bag Natasha Romanoff, you better take her home. I think you would win the holiday season, honestly. Who needs a Christmas present if you have Natasha Romanoff by your side? Anyways, Bucky Barnes, as much as I love this man, I don't think I could take him home for the holidays. I feel like that'd be too much for him too quickly, unless your name is Sam Wilson. (laughs) He still has some um, social adjusting to do in the 21st century, and that's okay. Like, I'll help him there, but not by taking him home for the holidays. (laughs) Again, unless your name is Sam Wilson, because, you know, they have a bond unlike any other. As you can see in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale, he's already warmed up to Sam's family, so... Unless you're Sam Wilson, probably best to let Bucky do whatever he wants on his own for the holidays. My personal favorite, you know... Loki, the god of mischief. That title alone probably tells you that he's not very good to take home for the holidays. <laughs> Unless your family's just really big on pranks, which mine are not. They would get very tired of him very quickly. And so I'll just let him chill in New Asgard alone, I guess. <laughs> Maybe he'll go wherever Thor goes. But uh, my family personally would not be a big fan. And I'm gonna have to say no. He has come a long way when it comes to just him overall. As you can see at the end of the Ragnarok before everything goes terribly. But yeah, probably not the best idea to take Loki home until you're like very serious about it. And then your family will have no choice. They'll have to get over it. If I'm dating Loki Lockerson, my family will have to get over it. Sorry, not sorry. Dr. Stephen Strange, a personal fave. No Way Home, you know, 
he was so pretty. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Strange, though, as much as I love him, it's it's the faves. Why is it my favorites? I wouldn't take home. Stephen Strange, I would not take home. Especially solo movie Doctor Strange. Stephen Strange, he's been arrogant. The way he treated Christine in that movie. <laughs> no, absolutely not. He would stay in New York. <laughs> he's gotten better. You know we love character development, but I don't know. I think it would have to. We would have to wait a while to bring Steven around to the family. He's just got this really serious air to him sometimes. He's still a bit arrogant. He's kind of a know-it-all, and that would not mesh well personally with my family. I don't know what your family's like, but all the power to you if you think you could bring Steven Strange home. I don't think I could, which is very unfortunate because again, that is a very beautiful man. But anyways, moving on to other No Way Home characters. Peter Parker, safe. That man is very safe. Every variant of him, Peter 1, Peter 2, and Peter 3. <laughs> Absolutely, especially Peter 3. Could take home for the holidays. I would love to take Peter 3 home for the holidays. He'd be awkward, but it'd be a cute awkward. You know, it'd be a lovable awkward. It's hard not to like Peter Parker. Any variant of him, really. Even though Peter 2 kind of can be annoying sometimes, but <laughs> still very lovable. Still 10 out of 10 would bring home for the holidays. No Way Home, just, ugh, what a film, what a film. I have no words. It still feels really surreal, and it honestly was just like the best way to wrap up this chaotic year. I've just said the word chaotic so many times, but that's what it has been. It's been a mess of a year, but it's been a great year for Marvel. For example, let's just let's just go through. We're gonna recap 2021, right? We started off with WandaVision. It doesn't get better than that, bro. What a way to kick off the year. Such a strong, solid start. Twitter, WandaVision nights, nothing will ever compare to that again. The hype WandaVision had every freaking week, bro. What a time to be alive. What a great way to start off that year, honestly. And I wish I could re-experience that. It's insane to me that within a couple of weeks, I think like 10 days that show is going to be a year old that feels wrong but okay but after WandaVision we went into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier of course you know Bucky Barnes is the love of my life one of them anyway <laughs> so naturally I love this show I've honestly been thinking about rewatching it because I just I miss the love of my life I miss Bucky Barnes <laughs> still not over sam wilson's suit and there were rumors about captain america 4 happening soon like a movie instead of getting a season two of the show and i just need confirmation about when we're gonna see this dynamic duo together again because i miss them and i need to see them kick some butt like now and i really just want to see bucky living his best life because it's what he deserves all right it's what he deserves after the Falcon and the winter soldier we had loki <laughs> you know the show had its ups and downs owen wilson truly did shine in the show when they casted owen wilson i said what what but he shined mobius one of my favorite characters now i love him such a comforting personality really just wow wow owen <laughs> wow uh tva loki is a big fat idiot big fat idiot he has nice hair though so you know i can't be too mad at him but i can be mad at him a little bit and i am we'll see what he does in season two whenever we get that 
we'll probably get some kind of news this year about details on Loki season two, probably after Multiverse of Madness, because there may or may not be some tie in there. But we'll see where that show goes. I still need answers. I thought we would get answers about you know Kang and the whole multiverse, the sacred timeline splitting off the way it did in No Way Home, but we had no answers. Not a single answer, actually. <laughs> I even read on Twitter that the No Way that it wasn't even like planned. Like No Way Home had this plotline set. They had no idea what Loki was doing. So I was like, okay, cool, great. Cool, great. Everything's just a mess. Loki has just been a mess production-wise. One one of these days I'll get into it. But that's like a whole 10 minute segment on its own. And, and so not not now. Not now. We're gonna move on. <laughs> After, actually, I think while Loki premiered, Black Widow came out in theaters. The first MCU movie, movie that we had in a long time, and I was super excited to go. You know, I had my Natasha Romanoff shirt on. Uh oh, my Natasha Romanoff shirt on. It was a really good time. It gave us Yelena. I love Florence Pugh. Love Florence Pugh. Even though I do miss Nat, I am happy that we have Yelena. Nat's movie was long overdue, so I'm really glad she got to shine on her own, you know, before we had to go see her die. <laughs> but it was a really good movie. I love a good spy SP Dodge feel to it, so it was really enjoyable. The found family dynamic was beautiful. Please quit calling. I know people, comic bros, were really upset and still are really upset about the way Taskmaster was handled, which I get. You know, it's not at all comic accurate, but I... I see why they did it, and I find myself enjoying it, so please quit calling Taskmaster a villain. She did not want this life. She is a victim. Dreykov's a villain, and that's that. Moving on, after Black Widow, What If came out, and that series pleasantly surprised me. When they said that they were doing this, I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'll watch it. Whatever. But I found myself enjoying this way more than I thought I would, and... I honestly didn't see this having any kind of impact on the MCU in general, but it looks like it might. It looks like it might. There were rumors about Captain Carter showing up in Multiverse of Madness, and then after seeing the Multiverse of Madness trailer at the end of Spider-Man, and after they released it a couple, maybe a week later on the internet, it's very possible that the Sorcerer Supreme Strange that we see in What If is coming onto the big screen. Or maybe it's just an evil variant of Doctor Strange. There's really no telling. But there are some parallels between that What If episode and some of the things we saw in that trailer. So maybe it will affect the MCU on the big screen. Only time will tell. But I'm excited to see. After What If or during What If, I don't really know how these shows lined up, to be honest. Shang-Chi came out and I loved that movie. We love a good representation moment. Me being half Asian, gay for the Filipinos, you know, really enjoyed this film. My dad kind of raised us on martial arts movies because he's a big fat nerd like that. And so seeing the fight choreography on the screen was amazing. This movie, you know, already has its sequel confirmed. Don't know what's going to happen in there, but remember that post credit scene with uh, Carol and Bruce? That beacon? Don't know what's going on there, but we're going to see. And then it also had a Disney Plus series confirmed. I'm really hoping it's uh, centered around his sister, Shanling, and the Tom and the Ten Rings, whatever she's doing there. Otherwise, I kind of don't want it. <laughs> but we will see. 
Stevie Liu recently has been asked a lot if he's going to show up in Doctor Strange 2, probably because of the post credits scene with Wong. And he keeps denying it, but you know, Toby and Andrew denied how many times that they were in No Way Home. So we will see if he's in that movie. There's really no telling. He could be, he could not be. It makes sense either way, to be honest. But I guess we'll find out in May. <laughs> After Shang-Chi, we moved on to Eternals. And I still don't understand still don't understand the hate that that movie got because I really did enjoy that movie thoroughly. It brought me some new faves in the car and truly. Wow. 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 <laughs> I love them separately and together. Get married already. <laughs> that movie will be on Disney Plus in a week, and so I'm really excited to rewatch that again because it's been a while. And it's. I, I really did enjoy that film. I really did enjoy that film, and I'm gonna need that sequel like right now like right now because i need i need more harry styles in the mcu it still feels so fake so i just need to see i need to see more of it i need to see more of it that's the only solution <laughs> and then of course right before no way home we had hawkeye to finish the year out with as well also pleasantly surprised by the show because again up until the show clint's just been a kind of whatever character like he's cool but it's just like whatever you know clint hey yay arrows woohoo but up until the show like i didn't really click with clint you know but it was nice to see his character fleshed out a bit more over his six episodes and to be introduced to kate bishop never got around to talking about the finale since you know i was a bit sick last week (laughs) but that finale was pretty freaking good the kingpin content right off the bat like it still feels surreal (laughs) to see these netflix characters coming over is insane um but it's happening no way that they got vincent back just to kill this man off though right right hawkeye spoilers whoops should have said that before (laughs) but no way no freaking way they brought him back just for these two episodes of hawkeye like come on come on he has to see charlie cox again before he bites the dust me thinks but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Clint's new suit looked really fantastic. I'm loving what they're doing in Phase 4 with the comic accurate costumes. Because a lot of these costumes you wouldn't think they'd be able to pull off. Clint's isn't that big of a deal. But I really didn't think they'd be able to pull off Sam's costume. Which is why I'll never stop talking about it. Because it just looks so cliche and disgustingly patriotic. But it looked so good on Anthony Mackie. Like it looked so good. It looked so good. And so Clint's comic accurate costume was really nice. We're getting Kamala's soon, and I'm really excited to see it because the set photos, it looked pretty, pretty freaking nice, I'm not gonna lie. Kate and Yelena's dynamic is my new favorite thing. I wanted them to be besties, and they're kinda are, but they kinda aren't, you know. Enemies to friends arc, you know, one of the best tropes there is. <laughs> there are rumors about this team up happening again soon. Recent rumors have reported that Florence Pugh will be returning to do a Black Widow sequel, which is really sad to have a sequel without Nat, even though I get that it's a title in anyone. There are several Black Widows, but it's still sad to see it happen without Nat. But the rumor is that Kate and Yelena will team up once again in Black Widow 2, so I will be sad that there is no Nat, but I will absolutely be watching because those two are just hilarious together. Yelena sparing Clint after he did his Yelena's and Nat's little whistle. I 
was a mess. <laughs> I had to pause it. I was I was in quarantine when this finale came out, so I watched it by myself, so I had full control over <laughs> over the episode. So I literally paused it <laughs> and collected myself because that caught me very off guard and ugh. I was not emotionally ready for that. Wow. But she walked away, you know, the best shot he took was the one that, uh, the best shot he made was the one he ever took. Ditto to Elena, I want them to become friends. I just want Elena to be friends with everybody, to be honest. She, she just gets along so well with everyone and she just has that personality. She could literally become friends with anyone. And I would like to see it. I would like to see it. It turns out, after we saw Clint come home for the holidays with Kate and Han and Lucky, great family moment, it turns out Laura probably was Mockingbird. The watch turned out to be hers. We've been wondering this whole time who that stupid watch belonged to. It turned out to be her watch. There was a 19 engraved on the back, which is Agent 19 is Bobby Moore's Mockingbird. Don't know how to feel about that, to be honest. For the sole reason that, you know, I did really enjoy the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Bobby Morris. It, it might be another Black Widow thing, like I may have mentioned before. It's been a long time since I've recorded. I don't remember if I mentioned this. It might be a Black Widow thing where you just pass down the mantle. So maybe it started off as Laura and then it became Bobby. And we'll see some kind of iteration there. Who knows? It might just be a funny string that they never come back to, to be honest. <laughs> but we will see. I am excited to see these characters again whenever they show up again. Kate, I'm assuming when we see her next, maybe taking on the Hawkeye mantle, or we'll see her taking on the Hawkeye mantle after she ran those names by Clint, and he said, you know what, I have an idea. I'm gonna assume his, until proven otherwise, I'm gonna assume his idea is for her to just take over the name, because that man just wants to stay home with his family. He's tired. He's getting old. He just wants to be at home. And so, he's got a prodigy now who can take on the Hawkeye and hey, you know, some young Avenger stuff going on. <laughs> we might see Yelena again in a Black Widow 2, who knows when we'll see her again, but I hope it's soon. And then Maya, we're going to see her in Echo, not next year, 2023, maybe 2024, I don't know if there's an actual year for that yet, but that's when we'll see her again. Hopefully Kingpin will be there and Matt Murdock better be there too, but who knows? Who knows? Um, the post credit scene, everyone was real mad about that. <laughs> I thought it was funny. As a musical theater kid, I I mean, I enjoyed it. It had no tie-in, and I thought, you know, someone in the audience would be watching, but no one in the audience was important. For some reason, I so got emotional watching the musical theater Clinton Nat fighting on stage. I'm just a wreck, honestly, but it's okay. But yeah, 2021 was a really great year for Marvel. And it ended off with the surrealism of Spider-Man No Way Home. And it's just hard to top that, honestly. So what does 2022 have in store? There are a lot of titles in 2022 coming our way, which are all going to be fantastic in their own way, I think. We were supposed to start this year off with Morbius, starring Jared Leto. There's no clear, <laughs> no clear description or connection with the rest of the MCU, but it is very possible this movie ties in. There's really no freaking telling until we see it because it looks like it could tie into any of the Spider-Man universes, to be honest. 
but that movie got delayed. It was supposed to come out this month. It got delayed to April 1st. I um, don't think they've confirmed the reasoning quite yet. A lot of speculation is that they don't want it to compete with the great success of Spider-Man No Way Home as it wraps up its couple last weeks in theaters. Another rumor, very far to fetch, less likely rumor, but if it's true, you know, I won't be mad at it, is that they are filming a Andrew Garfield cameo. So either put it in the post credit scene or somewhere in the movie, probably a post credit scene. The people have been in the streets campaigning for a Amazing Spider-Man 3, so I guess it kind of makes sense if they want to put Morbius in that universe to have an Andrew Garfield cameo, but there's really no telling. It's, it's, it's very unlikely, but again, I won't be mad at it if that's what's happening, because I love me some Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. Moon Knight is supposed to come out this year as well. There's no, there, I don't think there's an official release date for any of the Disney Plus shows that are coming out this year. Marvel or even Star Wars wise, which they need to get on it because it's it's 2022. Let's get some dates and some trailers out. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but the rumor for that release is February. So they really need to get the ball rolling if that's supposed to come out next month. But we will see. Whenever it comes out, I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac shine because I love that man. I love my space, my space Latinos. Uh, and then there's the potential to see Matt Murdock in this show as well. All for seeing more Charlie Cox as Matt. I need to see him suit up as Daredevil in the MCU. Yeah, we got him, but I, I need to see him full, full costume as soon as possible. <laughs> After that, this is a very rough estimate of a timeline because, of course, all these dates are subject to change because who knows what COVID's going to be like, especially with the new variants that are happening. And like I said, there's really no confirmed release dates for these shows. But as of right now, the release date for Dark Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is May 6th. Delayed from the original March date that it had because they were doing reshoots. Who knows what's going on in that movie, but it's going to be great. The rumored runtime is pushing three hours, which ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Give me three hours of Steven. There's also like three Stevens in this movie, apparently. You have your normal Doctor Strange that we've seen in the MCU thus far. We have that evil variant that they look like they're pushing as the villain of the movie in the trailer. And there was some kind of um, promo that was released including a Defender Strange, which his hair's like slicked back and it's kind of gross, I'm not gonna lie. But there are like three Stevens in this movie, which is not a problem. Not a problem. Even so, with the three Stevens, there was promotional material that confirmed Wong is still the Sorcerer Supreme in that movie, which started to worry me because he got that title after the Ancient One passed away. In order to pass that title away, he can just retire, right? Like, he can just decide he doesn't want to be it anymore, right? Like, Wong doesn't have to die for Steven to become the Sorcerer Supreme, does he? Because in that case, Steven, sorry, you're never going to become the Sorcerer Supreme. I don't want to see Wong die. And that's that. <laughs> Wanda, you know, my girl Wanda is returning. There's a lot of, you know, jokes. Whoever Wanda kills, I support her, which, you know, I do support her. Unless it's Wong. <laughs> there was a TVA door that potentially a TV door that was spotted behind her. It could have been just a lighting choice, but it did very well look like a TVA door. And I'm not going to lie to you, if she happens to murder Sylvie, I will not be mad at it. I will not be mad at it. 
uh, Owen and Sophia were rumored to have cameos at some point. But everyone and their mom is rumored to have a cameo at this point. So who really knows what's true and what's not. We'll see in May, hopefully. Hopefully there are no more delays because if we get another Marvel movie delay, I will be heartbroken. I wasn't that heartbroken about Morbius, but when they pushed this back from March to May, I was pretty upset about it. In July, we have Thor Love and Thunder, July 8th, early July. That was supposed to have the May 6th release date before they pushed everything back, but it's fine. <laughs> we recently got some new looks into some of the outfits. Thor and Jane have new fits going on. Thor's got new armor. Of course, Jane has her new armor now that she's a version of Thor. <laughs> and then Valkyrie also has new armor, our beloved king of Asgard. And she looks freaking awesome. I'm gonna need that armor. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably gonna be expensive. But I might have to do it to them. We'll see. You know, we'll see. Uh, towards the end of the year, in November, we're supposed to have Black Panther Wakanda Forever. The sequel to Black Panther. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not feeling really confident on this date. <laughs> that set has been a bit of a mess mostly because of Letitia Wright, which is really sad because, you know, I was a really big fan of hers before, but she's been a bit of a mess. Uh, Lupita just tweeted, I want to say yesterday, that she has been confirmed with tap COVID, so that's that she's been a bit of a mess. It's been a bit of a mess, so we will see if this movie comes out in November. They've had several pauses in production, I think because Letitia got injured at some point, and then now they're having COVID issues, so we'll see if we get this movie this year. It wouldn't surprise me if they have to do a bit of a switcheroo and maybe release the Marvels this year or just push everything back again, which would suck, but we'll see. In addition to that, She-Hulk is supposed to be coming out this year. No release date, not even an estimate. <laughs> but, you know, Jennifer Walters is going to kick some butt whenever she gets here. Hopefully we'll get some answers on the whole Bruce Professor Hulk thing. Don't really know what's going on there, but... You know, hopefully we'll get some answers, and hopefully we'll get some more Matt Murdock. I believe he's rumored to make an appearance in this show as well. Just Matt Murdock supremacy, honestly. Charlie Cox will be everywhere in the MCU, as he should be. <laughs> Ms. Marvel is supposed to come out this year. I believe this is rumored a rumored summer release date. Nothing's confirmed. Um, let me just go call Kevin up. I'll let you guys know as soon as I can. But we'll see... I'm really excited to see Kamala because I just love her. <laughs> I love her character so much. She's very relatable, just crazy little fangirl, and so I'm very excited to see her on screen. Even though I am still nervous to see how they're doing her powers with that whole purple, weird, Green Lantern-esque thing that they had advertised in some of their promo. I'm nervous about that, but we'll, we'll just see, man. That's all I can say. We'll see. <laughs> and then to end the year, we'll have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special don't really know what that's about i doubt it's gonna be a whole two hour thing it'll probably be an hour at most but yeah i don't really know what's happening there i just know that james gunn is returning to direct it and the cast is coming back to do something fun for the holidays but it'll be a fun little holiday gift for marvel and a great way to end the year not nearly as you know exciting as no way home right but it will be intended for the holidays so i'm sure it'll be fun we'll probably get some well singing Christmas songs obnoxiously and it'll be great it'll be great who knows how old Groot will be you know again we'll see <laughs> 
in conclusion, 2021 was a really great year for Marvel, and so I can only hope that 2022 will keep up that momentum. It really was a good year for Marvel, not for anything else, really, but it was a really good year for Marvel, so let's hope 22 keeps it up. Thanks for listening, you guys. This episode is a bit longer than intended, so it's good I didn't include some of the other stuff that I thought about including. <laughs> Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram, that's at you. just at you. the letter U, not the word U, no dots, hyphens, any of that, you on instagram and let's make this year a good one guys both marvel wise and just personally because i think we all deserve a good year (laughs) it's been a bit of a mess the last two years i think we all deserve a win so let's make it a good one guys i've been kalia and i will catch you guys on monday regularly scheduled programming monday (laughs) see you then